Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. We had been discussing chapter 18, Moksha Sanyasa Yoga, Yoga of Liberation Through Renunciation. We discussed this liberation is from my bondages. By renouncing my expectations and desires, I can get liberation from my bondages, which are created by my own desires. So we have seen in Bhagavad Gita, that the root cause of all my problems are the desires. And desires are there because I have vasanas. I have lingering tendencies. These tendencies create desires. These tendencies come from ignorance. Avidya is the root cause of all my problems. Avidya about myself, who I am, creates this false notion about myself, that I am this limited being. From that starts my problems because it creates this duality. I and the world, and then I have desires to gain something out of this world. And that starts the chain. So the vasanas create desires, desires create actions, actions create reactions, the reactions more actions. So this chain continues and it's an unending cycle unless I disrupt the cycle. That's obviously is the message here. So to disrupt this cycle, Bhagavan said you have to renounce these expectations and desires. So here in the last few verses, we have seen the remedy. Bhagavan says, Sahajam Karma Kaunteya. Whatever comes naturally to you, do those actions. So I should find an intelligent way of acting in this world which will allow me to exhaust my existing vasanas and do not create new vasanas. That way once I exhaust my existing vasanas, my desires will be fulfilled and no more desires will be there. So once it, the only way to do it is Sahajam karma kaunteya. Act in the field of activities which comes naturally to you is your liking. Even that doesn't seem to be without any defects. You should not give up that field. You have a tendency to be an artist. Then you hear that artists are starving artists. So that's a dosh. You will not make enough money if you pursue a field of your liking. Therefore, now I want to pursue something which may make more money, but I don't like. And Bhagavan said, that's where your problems start. So even though the field of activity which is of your liking is not perfect one, 
you should not give up acting in that field of activities because he said sarvarambahi doshena dumena agnihi avavrataha other fields may look so lucrative and so glamorous but only when you go there you will find out that they are also not without any defects or without any problems all activities are with defects all activities have their own problems and therefore stick to the field of activities which come naturally to you that is where you will have the most opportunity to exhaust your vasanas and therefore you can sublimate your desires and once you sublimate your vasanas and desires no new vasanas are created you will become desireless that's the go once you are out of your desires you will be a sanyasi we have learned the sanyasa kamyanam karmanam nyasa hai sanyasa once i am out of working for fulfilling my desires i am a sanyasi this opportunity is available to all no matter what field or what part of the society you come from therefore we talked about this four classes of people once it because you are part of this prakriti you will find yourself to be one of this four broad classes of people brahmana kshatriya vaishya shudra if a corporation gives a seminar on time management the techniques given in that seminar is applicable to all employees whether you are ceo of a company or a lowly clerk the principles of time management taught in that seminar if you apply at your level it will work for you so but once it is same way this technique of working in the field of your liking is applicable to all people whether you fall into a category of brahman kshatriya vaishya or kshudra you are in that category because of your own gunas one said previously in bhagavad gita that chaturvarnam maya srushta guna karma vibhagasaha i created this four classes of people based on their own characteristics and their actions their guna and their actions not that i put them into brahman or vaishya they themselves are in that class because that's their nature but once no matter where you find yourself you may find yourself to be in the lowest of the low or highest of the high this technique will work for you work in the field of your liking sahajam karma kaunteya do actions which come naturally to you and when you do that what will happen is asakta buddhihi sarvatra jit atma vigatas pruhaha naiskarma siddhim paramam sanyasena adigachadi by diligently working in the field of your liking you will achieve this siddhi that you become asakta buddhi your intellect will be unattached because you have exhausted your vasanas now your intellect is unattached sarvatra everywhere no matter what you are working what what you are doing you will be unattached because it comes naturally to you it's like your hobby when you're working in the field of your hobby it's not that you are trying to gain anything out of it or want to achieve something it is something you like to do and therefore you are doing it so you're unattached jita atma 
self-control, who has a control over his self. Now this is the control of my mind. So my jitatma is the control of my senses and my mind. Is I have self-control. That only happens when you have vigata spruhaha. When the spruhas have left me. It's not that I'm giving up spruhas. Me trying to give up my desires never works. My desires are there and they will cling to me and I have to act according to them. But desires themselves will leave me. Vishaya vini vartante nira harasya dehinam Bhagavan said in the beginning. That this object will run away from the people who are not consuming them. I'm a reformed smoker so I obviously can give you this example. I used to smoke in my college days. Now those days when you are sitting for your dinner, you're not really enjoying the dinner. What you're enjoying is right after the dinner I will have a cigarette. Your thought is not on what I'm eating. As soon as I finish dinner, I'm going to go and have a cigarette. Those days we used to buy one cigarette at a time. We could afford pack because we were students. You know. You're going to buy one cigarette for 10 paisa or whatever. But that was the craving. And then after so many years of nagging, I gave up cigarettes. And now I don't know where cigarettes are. I don't even find them. You know, even though I work for Philip Morris and designed their labs, I still don't come across cigarettes anymore or smokers anymore. But once it's because those objects have left you. Vishaya vinivartante niraharasya dehina. When you stop doing something, that type of people will leave you. They will not come back. He's a boring person. He doesn't like you. Know, so. Gradually, they will go away from you. So, Bhagavan said, Vigata spruha. When spruha leaves you, then only other two happens. When spruha leaves you, then you become jitatma. Then only you can control yourself. As long as I have desires, there is no chance in the world that I can control my mind. My desires will take me to the objects of my liking. When I want to buy BMW, when I'm driving on the road, only thing I'll notice is BMW. How many BMWs are there on the road? Till that time, I never noticed that BMW even exists. Or oh, Hyundai, you know, I never knew that. But when somebody says the Hyundai, then you start saying the Hyundai. So once you have a desire, you will start looking at things. Everybody tells me, I don't know what all these people are building, all the hotel, who lives in them? Self-storage right across our... Before this client came to me, I didn't know who uses self-storage. Then suddenly this guy walks into my office one day and says, I really need to take care of this. And now I know all about self-storage, how a thriving industry it is. Now when I drive around, I see self-storage all over the place. Till this time, I never noticed them. So Bhagavan said, once you become bigger than spruha, when spruha leaves you, then only you become jitatma. Then you control your senses. Now your senses are in your control. Therefore, mind is under control. And now mind and senses are under control. Your intellect is unattached. There's nothing to attach to. It just sees things as they are. Naiskarme siddhim paramam sanyasena adhigachati. By achieving these, he achieves that highest state of siddhi. Naiskarme siddhi. Actionlessness. That actionlessness is because I do not have any identification with the equipment of my transaction, the body, mind, and intellect. 
Charles Swamiji used. It is unique. It says, Om at the top. So that's my real self. But between that Om and my limited self is V, which is Vasanas. This Vasanas affect the body, mind, and intellect. The body perceives objects, mind feels emotions, and intellect thinks thoughts. So the BMI is the limited being that I am. The PFT, the perceiver, filler, thinker, is the ego. And that ego is working in the world of OET, objects, emotions, and thoughts. This game continues as long as the vasana is in between I and my real self. So Bhagavan said, once you achieve the naiskarmasiddha, excellentlessness, by achieving this unattached intellect, control over the mind, and no spruha, that V is removed. Therefore, now you are directly connected to Om, your real self. By working in the field of your liking, even though it is not perfect, you will achieve the naiskarmasiddhim. Excellentlessness. Acting in this world, but not having the doership. The mind has this doership, bhav, and intellect has the enjoyership. Between these two, the ego is formed. I am the doer and I am the enjoyer. When the spruha is gone, neither mind nor the intellect has the control over. So therefore, Bhagavan said, one who continues to work in the field of his liking, he will achieve the niskarmasiddhim. And then the following verses gives us the technique of meditation. Or we are summarizing what a meditator should be. Siddhim prapto yatha brahma tatha apnoti nibodhame. Having achieved this siddhi, naiskarmya siddhi, actionlessness, the state of actionlessness is, I am seeing my body acting in the world of objects, my mind working in the field of emotions, intellect in the field of thoughts, but I am not involved in it. Siddhim prapto yatha brahmatha apnoti nibodhame samasena kaunteya nishtha gnanasya yapara. I will now tell you in brief how achieving that siddhi one can attain the supreme Brahman. That we have said in the chart is Om, between Om and I is the V. Once removing that V, how one can achieve the direct connection with his own true self. Then I will tell you in brief, or you can also call it Nistha Gnanasya Yapara, or the state of supreme knowledge. I'm aware of myself right now, but I'm aware of myself as one of the many. I'm aware of myself as I exist and the world exists. And Bhagavan said, once that connection happens, that supreme state of knowledge is only I exist. Buddhaya, Visuddhaya, Yuktaha, Dhruti, Atmanam, Niyamyacha, Sabdaadi, Visayan, Tyaktva, Ragadvesho, Vidasyacha. The following technique of meditation and what a meditator should be. When can you become a real meditator? That once you achieved these qualities, buddhaya visuddhaya yuktaha is endowed with this pure intellect. 
Intellect is not clouded by my ideas and likings and dislikings. Dhruti Atmanam Niyamyacha. And self is controlled by Dhruti. Fortitude, grit. As we have said, the Buddhi is controlled by its purity. Because it is not attached anywhere. Atma, the self, the mind and senses are controlled by Dhruti. Firmness that this is who I am and not that. Sabdadi visayantyaktva. Sound, etc., objects are given up. Sound basically is just an indicative of all the objects of perception. Tyaktva. Raga dvesa vidasyacha. And he is devoid of raga and dvesa. This duality of liking and disliking. So you achieve this state. When you have this clear notion about who I am, and now you are trying to contemplate on it, with that pure intellect, with mind under control, you are not disturbed by the world outside. This world of object, the stimuli are, are not bothering you because you have no desires anymore. And you have no raga or dvesha because you see the whole world as his manifestation. Vivikta sevi lagvasi yat vakkaya manasaha dhyana yoga aparo nityam vairagyam sam upashritaha. Now these are you not know, difficult verses because if this is the case, then I should have absolutely stopped working in this world. Vivikta sevi, he is dwelling in solitude. Lagvasi, eating but little. Yat Vakkaya manasaha. Speech, body, and mind controlled. Dhyana yoga aparo. Always engaged in meditation. Vairagyam sam upashritaha. And taking refuge in dispassion. The next verse also continues. We'll stop on this verse. So it says, Vivekta Sevi. He's living in solitude. Swamiji points out here that you don't need to give up what you are doing, but find solitude in your own environment. In your own environment, you should feel silence in your mind. Things may be happening outside and also happening inside you, but if you can detach yourself from, from, from it, you will find solitude in your own environment. Swamiji even goes into a detail about even if you are in your own house, you will find a solitary place or solitary time. Use that and reflect on yourself. So solitude, find solitude and contemplate on yourself. And even now this self-motivational people, they tell you that at least find 10 minutes for yourself in, in a day. Don't look for companies everywhere. Someone used to say that you go on a camp and say, well, let's go and meditate. And that's where you also want company. That unless you come with me to meditate, I can meditate. So that the whole point of meditation is by yourself. Group meditation. It's in a fine solitude. Leave by yourself. Lagvasi, eat but little. Obviously, at my age, I realize more you eat, more difficult it is to control your mind. Because your digestive system is not working properly, other issues are going on. But if you eat little, everything will be in control. And that's now not taking your mental attention. 
So Sadhana Panchakam says you should treat food as medicine. Just as you don't take too much medicine, you only take medicine which is required for you to get well. Whatever the dose your doctor says, that's only you take. He said the food you should take only as required to sustain your body in a healthy manner. Not that you become too thin, but only take food which is required by your body to sustain itself in a healthy manner. And then it says that keep your stomach filled with one-third of food, one-third with water, and one-third with air. Leave space for that food in the air space there. So the food has a chance to digest. When you overeat, you will realize that. I did a few days ago. Because I was traveling, I feel completely free when I'm traveling that I can do water. I eat junk and I don't sleep. But when I came home, I paid for it. So Bhagavan said, eat but little. Yat vak kaya manasaha. And you have to control over what you speak, what you do with your body, and then your actions and your mind. Even don't let your mind wander away, even if you're not meditating. Dhyana Yoga Paraha, constantly engaged in meditation. Now, obviously, this is not possible. You can't be 24 hours meditating, sitting down in one place, solitude, controlling your mind, no objects reaching you, and you're not thinking about anything. It is not possible. So, obviously, it is not meant to be that. What it meant to be is, you should be constantly meditating upon your own self, no matter what you are doing. It's like your mission statement of your company. This is what we do. And this is why we do it. This is why I act in this world of my liking, because I want to get rid of my... Constantly engaged in meditation of who you are. You are in samadhi all the time of my body consciousness. I'm always aware this is me. I don't have to keep thinking this is me. I don't get confused that that's me. And no. I'm always in constant samadhi of this is me. I never have to really consciously think about if this is me or not. That's because I'm constantly in that meditation of this is me. Bhagavan says that all you have to do is change that. From this is me to that is me. And then you will be constantly in the state of meditation. No matter whatever you are doing. Vairagyam sam upasritaha and taking refuge in dispassion. None of this can happen unless I have dispassion. I'm not attached to what I'm doing. I'll do everything freely without any attachment. Swami used to say not to do what you feel like doing is freedom. We'll stop right here. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbave Om Shantihi 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 Harihiyo Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihiyo